Welcome to the Daily Archive Radio Station, brought you by Hung Tru from the University of Toronto and Ruo Chan Luo from TTI Chicago. You are listening to the Computer Vision and Pattern Recognition category of July 9, 2021. Do you know that men can read smaller print than women? Women can hear better. Today's archive star of computer vision and pattern recognition goes to and Jiankin Yin for publishing two papers in a single day. Today we have selected 10 papers out of 38 submissions. Now let's hear paper number one. This paper was selected because it is authored by C. C. J. Kuo, Distinguished Professor of Iki and C.S. University of Southern California. Paper title TG Hop, an explainable, efficient, and lightweight method for texture generation. Authored by Shui Jing Lei, Ganning Zhao, Kei Tai Zhang, and C. C. J. Kuo. Paper abstract An explainable, Efficient and lightweight method for texture generation, called TGHOP, an acronym of Texture Generation Pixel Hop, is proposed in this work. Although synthesis of visually pleasant texture can be achieved by deep neural networks, the associated models are large in size, difficult to explain in theory, and computationally expensive in training. In contrast, TGHOP is small in its model size, mathematically transparent, efficient in training and inference, and able to generate high-quality texture. Given an exemplary texture, TGHOP first crops many sample patches out of it to form a collection of sample patches called the source. Then, it analyzes pixel statistics of samples from the source and obtains a sequence of find-a-course subspaces for these patches by using the PixelHOP++ framework. To generate texture patches with TGHOP, we begin with the coarsest subspace, which is called the core, and an attempt to generate samples in each subspace by following the distribution of real samples. Finally, texture patches are stitched to form texture images of a large size. It is demonstrated by experimental results that TGHOP can generate texture images of superior quality with a small model size and at a fast speed. Honestly, I love every papers because they were written by humans. Now let's hear paper number two. This paper was selected because it is authored by Lilu, University of Sydney. Paper title Investigate the Essence of Long-Tailed Recognition from a Unified Perspective Authored by Leilu and Lilu Paper Abstract As the data scale grows, Deep recognition models often suffer from long-tailed data distributions due to the heavy imbalance sample number across categories. Indeed, real-world data usually exhibit some similarity relation among different categories, for example, pigeons and sparrows, called category similarity in this work. It is doubly difficult when the imbalance occurs between such categories with similar appearances. However, existing solutions mainly focus on the sample number to rebalance data distribution. In this work, we systematically investigate the essence of the long-tailed problem from a unified perspective. Specifically, 
we demonstrate that long-tailed recognition suffers from both sample number and category similarity. Intuitively, using a toy example, we first show that sample number is not the unique influence factor for performance dropping of long-tailed recognition. Theoretically, we demonstrate that, 1. Category similarity, as an inevitable factor, would also influence the model learning under long-tailed distribution via similar samples, 2. Using more discriminative representation methods, for example, self-supervised learning, for similarity reduction, the classifier bias can be further alleviated with greatly improved performance. Extensive experiments on several long-tailed datasets verify the rationality of our theoretical analysis, and show that based on existing state-of-the-arts, SOTAs, the performance could be further improved by similarity reduction. Our investigations highlight the essence behind the long-tailed problem, and claim several feasible directions for future work. Isn't that cool? Now let's hear paper number three. This paper was selected because it is authored by Petros Moragos, Professor of Electrical and Computer Engineering, National Technical University of Athens. Paper title An Audiovisual and Contextual Approach for Categorical and Continuous Emotion Recognition in the Wild. Authored by Paniotis Antoniades, Ioannis Pikoulis, Panayotis P. Filmtisis, and Petros Moragos. Paper Abstract In this work we tackle the task of video-based audiovisual emotion recognition, within the premises of the second workshop and competition on effective behavior analysis in the wild, ABAW. Standard methodologies that rely solely on the extraction of facial features often fall short of accurate emotion prediction in cases where the aforementioned source of effective information is inaccessible due to head-slash-body orientation, low resolution and poor illumination. We aspire to alleviate this problem by leveraging bodily as well as contextual features, as part of a broader emotion recognition framework. A standard CNN-RNN cascade constitutes the backbone of our proposed model for sequence-to-sequence, sec-to-sec, learning. Apart from learning through the backslash text at RGB, input modality, we construct an oral stream which operates on sequences of extracted MEL spectrograms. Our extensive experiments on the challenging and newly assembled effect in the WILD2, FWILD2, Dataset verify the superiority of our methods over existing approaches, while by properly incorporating all of the aforementioned modules in a network ensemble, we managed to surpass the previous best published recognition scores, in the official validation set. All the code was implemented using PyTorch backslash footnote, URL, pytorch.org slash, and is publicly available backslash footnote, URL, github.com slash panos. Antoniotis slash and 2021. What an interesting paper. Now let's hear paper number four. This paper was selected because it is authored by Wang Meng Zhuo, School of Computer Science and Technology, Harbin Institute of Technology. Paper title Crowd Counting via Perspective Guided Fractional Dilation Convolution. Authored by Dao Yi Yan, Rui Mao Zhang, Hongji Zhang, 
Huang Fu Zhang, and Wang Meng Zuo. Paper Abstract Crowd counting is critical for numerous video surveillance scenarios. One of the main issues in this task is how to handle the dramatic scale variations of pedestrians caused by the perspective effect. To address this issue, this paper proposes a novel convolution neural network-based crowd counting method, termed Perspective Guided Fractional Dilation Network FNET. By modeling the continuous scale variations, the proposed FNET is able to select the proper fractional dilation kernels for adapting to different spatial locations. It significantly improves the flexibility of the state of the arts that only consider the discrete representative scales. In addition, by avoiding the multi-scale or multi-column architecture that used in other methods, it is computationally more efficient. In practice, the proposed FNET is constructed by stacking multiple perspective guided fractional dilation convolutions PFC, on a VGG16BN backbone. By introducing a novel generalized dilation convolution operation, the PFC can handle fractional dilation ratios in the spatial domain under the guidance of perspective annotations, achieving continuous scales modeling of pedestrians. To deal with the problem of unavailable perspective information in some cases, we further introduce an effective perspective estimation branch to the proposed FNET, which can be trained in either supervised or weekly supervised setting once the branch has been pre-trained. Extensive experiments show that the proposed FNET outperforms state-of-the-art methods on Shanghai Tech A, Shanghai Tech B, World Expo Apostrophe 10, UCF QNRF, UCF underscore CC underscore 50 and Tranco's dataset, achieving May 53.8, 6.5, 6.8, 84.3, 205.8, and 3.06 respectively. I think this is a cool paper. What do you think? Now let's hear paper number 5. This paper was selected because it is authored by Ling Xiao, CEO and Chief Scientist, Inception Institute of Artificial Intelligence, IIAI, Abu Dhabi, UAE. Paper title Instance Level Relative Saliency Ranking with Graph Reasoning Authored by Nian Lu, Long Li, Wang Bo Zhao, Jun Wei Han, and Ling Xiao. Paper Abstract Conventional salient object detection models cannot differentiate the importance of different salient objects. Recently, two works have been proposed to detect saliency ranking by assigning different degrees of saliency to different objects. However, one of these models cannot differentiate object instances and the other focuses more on sequential attention shift order inference. In this paper, we investigate a practical problem setting that requires simultaneously segment salient instances and infer their relative saliency rank order. We present a novel unified model as the first end-to-end -end solution, where an improved mask RCNN is first used to segment salient instances and a saliency ranking branch is then added to infer the relative saliency. For relative saliency ranking, we build a new graph reasoning module by combining four graphs to incorporate the instance interaction relation, local contrast, global contrast, and a high-level semantic prior, respectively. A novel loss function is also proposed to effectively train the saliency ranking branch. Besides, 
a new dataset and an evaluation metric are proposed for this task, aiming at pushing forward this field of research. Finally, experimental results demonstrate that our proposed model is more effective than previous methods. We also show an example of its practical usage on adaptive image retargeting. What an interesting paper. Now let's hear paper number six. This paper was selected because it is authored by Christian Theobald, Professor of Computer Science, Max Planck Institute for Informatics, Darlant Informatics. Paper title. Adiabatic Quantum Graph Matching with Permutation Matrix Constraints. Authored by. Marcel Seelbach-Bengner, Vladislav Galayanik, Christian Theobald, and Michael Moeller. Paper Abstract Matching problems on 3D shapes and images are challenging as they are frequently formulated as combinatorial quadratic assignment problems, COPS, with permutation matrix constraints, which are NP-hard. In this work, we address such problems with emerging quantum computing technology and propose several reformulations of COPS as unconstrained problems suitable for efficient execution on quantum hardware. We investigate several ways to inject permutation matrix constraints in a quadratic unconstrained binary optimization problem which can be mapped to quantum hardware. We focus on obtaining a sufficient spectral gap, which further increases the probability to measure optimal solutions and valid permutation matrices in a single run. We perform our experiments on the quantum computer D-Wave 2000Q, 2 to the power of 11 pits, adiabatic. Despite the observed discrepancy between simulated adiabatic quantum computing and execution on real quantum hardware, our reformulation of permutation matrix constraints increases the robustness of the numerical computations over other penalty approaches in our experiments. The proposed algorithm has the potential to scale to higher dimensions on future quantum computing architectures, which opens up multiple new directions for solving matching problems in 3D computer vision and graphics. Honestly, I love every papers because they were written by humans. Now let's hear paper number 7. This paper was selected because it is authored by Gerhard Riegel, Professor for Human-Machine Communication, to Munken. Paper title Image Resolution Susceptibility of Face Recognition Models Authored by Martin Notch, Stefan Horman and Gerhard Riegel. Paper Abstract Face recognition approaches often rely on equal image resolution for verification faces on two images. However, in practical applications, those image resolutions are usually not in the same range due to different image capture mechanisms or sources. In this work, we first analyze the impact of image resolutions on the face verification performance with a state-of-the-art face recognition model. For images, synthetically reduced to 5 backslash, backslash times 5 backslash, backslash Mathrm PX, resolution, the verification performance drops from 99.23 backslash percent increasingly down to almost 55 backslash percent. Especially, for cross-resolution image pairs, one high and one low resolution image, the verification accuracy decreases even further. 
We investigate this behavior more in-depth by looking at the feature distances for every two-image test pair. To tackle this problem, we propose the following two methods. 1. Train a state-of-the-art face recognition model straightforward with 50 backslash percent low resolution images directly within each batch. Backslash 2. Train a Siamese network structure and adding a cosine distance feature loss between high and low resolution features. Both methods show an improvement for cross-resolution scenarios and can increase the accuracy at very low resolution to approximately 70 backslash percent. However, a disadvantage is that a specific model needs to be trained for every resolution pair. Do you like this paper? I like it a lot. Now let's hear paper number 8. This paper was selected because it is authored by Anima Anankumar, California Institute of Technology, and Stefano Zafiriu Reader, Associate Professor Plus Plus, Imperial College London. Paper title Tensor Methods in Computer Vision and Deep Learning Authored by Yanis Panagakis, Jean Kasethi, Gregorios G. Crusos, James Oldfield, Mihalis A. Nikolaou, Anima Anankumar, and Stefano Zafiriu. Paper Abstract Tensors, or multidimensional arrays, are data structures that can naturally represent visual data of multiple dimensions. Inherently able to efficiently capture structured, latent semantic spaces and high-order interactions, Tensors have a long history of applications in a wide span of computer vision problems. With the advent of the deep learning paradigm shift in computer vision, tensors have become even more fundamental. Indeed, essential ingredients in modern deep learning architectures, such as convolutions and attention mechanisms, can readily be considered as tensor mappings. In effect, tensor methods are increasingly finding significant applications in deep learning, including the design of memory and compute-efficient network architectures, improving robustness to random noise and adversarial attacks, and aiding the theoretical understanding of deep networks. This article provides an in-depth and practical review of tensors and tensor methods in the context of representation learning and deep learning, with a particular focus on visual data analysis and computer vision applications. Concretely, Besides fundamental work in tensor-based visual data analysis methods, we focus on recent developments that have brought on a gradual increase of tensor methods, especially in deep learning architectures, and their implications in computer vision applications. To further enable the newcomer to grasp such concepts quickly, we provide companion Python notebooks, covering key aspects of the paper and implementing them, step-by-step with Tensor. Lee. This is absolutely fantastic. Now let's hear paper number 9. This paper was selected because it is authored by Bolu, Engineering Manager of Data Infrastructure, Square. Paper title SCSSNet, Superpoint Constrained Semi-Supervised Segmentation Network for 3D Indoor Scenes. Authored by Shuang Deng Chole Dong, and Bolu. Paper Abstract Many existing deep neural networks, 
DNNs for 3D point cloud semantic segmentation require a large amount of fully labeled training data. However, manually assigning point level labels on the complex scenes is time consuming. While unlabeled point clouds can be easily obtained from sensors or reconstruction, we propose a super point constrained semi supervised segmentation network for 3D point clouds, named as SCSSNet. Specifically, we use the pseudo-labels predicted from unlabeled point clouds for self-training, and the superpoints produced by geometry-based and color-based region-growing algorithms are combined to modify and delete pseudo-labels with low confidence. Additionally, we propose an edge prediction module to constrain the features from edge points of geometry and color. A superpoint feature aggregation module and superpoint feature consistency loss functions are introduced to smooth the point features in each superpoint. Extensive experimental results on two 3D public indoor datasets demonstrate that our method can achieve better performance than some state-of-the-art point cloud segmentation networks and some popular semi-supervised segmentation methods with few labeled scenes. Honestly. I love every papers because they were written by humans. Now let's hear paper number 10. This paper was selected because it is authored by Keiki Wong, NLPR, Cassia. Paper title. Rethinking of Pedestrian Attribute Recognition, a Reliable Evaluation Under Zero-Shot Pedestrian Identity Setting. Authored by. Jianjia. Hujing Huang, Xiao Tang Chen, and Keiki Huang. Paper Abstract Pedestrian attribute recognition aims to assign multiple attributes to one pedestrian image captured by a video surveillance camera. Although numerous methods are proposed and make tremendous progress, we argue that it is time to step back and analyze the status quo of the area. We review and rethink the recent progress from three perspectives. First, given that there is no explicit and complete definition of pedestrian attribute recognition, we formally define and distinguish pedestrian attribute recognition from other similar tasks. Second, based on the proposed definition, we expose the limitations of the existing datasets, which violate the academic norm and are inconsistent with the essential requirement of practical industry application. Thus, we propose two datasets, PETA backslash text subscript ZS, and RAP backslash text subscript ZS, constructed following the zero-shot settings on pedestrian identity. In addition, we also introduce several realistic criteria for future pedestrian attribute dataset construction. Finally, we re-implement existing state-of-the-art methods and introduce a strong baseline method to give reliable evaluations and fair comparisons. Experiments are conducted on four existing datasets and two proposed datasets to measure progress on pedestrian attribute recognition. I think this is a cool paper. What do you think? <laughs>